Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Boomer Bunker. I am John Jamingo. Alongside of me, my co-host, the Duchess. Good evening. And you're probably saying to yourself, what's up, what's up with Bob? And uh, that's a very good question. Uh, he is not here tonight because in Alabama, it's like 15 degrees and he's out there in the uh, in the garage. So there's no heat there and normally has like a furnace going before the show to kind of heat the garage up. But by the time it gets done, it's freezing cold. And you know something? In your life is uh, a life of seasons. There's seasons for this and there's seasons for that. You know what I mean? Like when you're younger, there's a season. And, and and sometimes for podcasting, there's a season for podcasting. And then there's a season for not podcasting. There's a season for when you're married. And then there's a season for when you get divorced and you find a new chick. And all you do is bang like a broken screen door in a windstorm. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, there's seasons. You know, there's seasons when you want to podcast. And there's seasons when you when you want to start a band. And Bob is now... There's Bob. Bob is now in another season. And he's just—it's just not his. He just doesn't want to do the thing anymore. And after the last show, I was a little uh, irate, I guess, at the end of the show. And I just said, "Look, we have differences of opinion. I, I need something to flow." And then what we do here is this is the video. If you're watching this live, this is the video recording of our audio podcast, and I like it to sound. I'm sorry, Duchess, you wanted to say something? No, I was just going to say, right, we maybe not have to go into specifics of everything, but oh, no, uh, we're going right into now, specifics. <laughs> you're very specific sometimes. Going into specifics. Right now, Bob's on, he, like in football, he's just currently on uh, on the bench. He's on, he's on IR. the sidelines. Okay. Yeah, he's on IR. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is that uh, we have a. What do they call that? It's a, a difference, a difference of opinion, uh, creative differences, creative, maybe creative differences. Yeah. Uh, when I listened to last week's show as an audio podcast, I sounded like a fucking moron because there was so much shit going on uh, video bits that I didn't know what to do. So anyhow, Bob has an open invitation to come back here at any time. Anytime he, he wants to come back here, he's allowed to come back to the show. He's got something to talk about. He wants to do something. I ho- hopefully, we are on good terms. Of course uh, we are. Uh, yeah, I we think are. we are. Love Bob. Bob's awesome. <laughs> just don't want a podcast. No, just- <laughs> oh, my God. Just look. Uh, let's be serious. The last, not the last Brand X, but the Brand X that you were here. I had you and Deuce here. And we started the show, and we did forty-five minutes of me having a a, a counseling session with you were the two having of you. A panic attack. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just unload stress. What? Your words, but not it's... mine. Okay. I agree. Agree. And I was like, "You two podcast Aww. with me." Bob loves his pod bro pod sis. Exactly. And I said, "Is it me?" S I S. And Deuce is like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, a bit, yeah, kind of, yeah." Okay. <laughs> So I'm like, all, all right, all right. And, and for 45 minutes, we kind of hashed out things. No one's ever going to hear that. I took it out of the show. It's gone. I'll just keep drinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> digging this. I, you know, I kept trying to, to make it better, and it just wasn't, it wasn't working as an audio podcast. I, I don't know why. It's me. It's me. I blame it on me. No. So last week, I said, look, we- I, I can't do this anymore. I, I'm going to quit. And then Bob says, no, don't, don't you quit. I'm just, I got a, you know, he's going to start a band. He's also got a, a new thing. Hey, look, I know what it's like. When I, when I got divorced and I found my first girlfriend, 
I almost wore out a set of hips. I get oh it. My God. I get it, Bob. I get it. It's the it's the newness of it. It's the turning everything upside down and around. Bob's exploring a lot of other things right now. Right. You're wearing and I'm happy for him. Uh, me too. I mean, you wear her like a snorkel. It's oh. fantastic. I get it. I get it. Uh, maybe not a snorkel. And, and, and listen, I'm so happy for Bob. I am. Uh, well, I am. Here we go. I'm just happy. I'm happy for Bob. I'm happy that he's he's got this new person in his life, and you know she's made it Facebook official. But looked at Bob's Facebook, didn't see Facebook official over there. I'm like, oh, mm, stop. Mm. <laughs> the papers haven't been finalized yet. Stop. 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 Look, I get it. It, it, it. This is the formalities. Formalities. It, Everything's been split up. Things been signed. It's just judge has to look at it. Whatever. Oh, he made Bob, a Facebook Bob official. Bob made a Facebook official. Oh, Bob, I'm happy for you, really. And, and, and she seems like a very wonderful person. Just go she in also there. likes your snorkel idea. Listen, just dull all the cut, buckle up, cutlery. Bob. <laughs> just dull all the cutlery in case you get into some trouble. Take it from from experience. <laughs> Take it dull your keys. Um, no, I think it's fantastic. I really do. And uh, and so we're just going to move on. We're going to do the show, and we were talking about this. We got some ideas that we can do. Uh, and and here's the other thing: I suck at organization. Kate, Duchess, the people that I'm not allowed to use names. The Duchess is very good with organization, so she's going to organize me. She's I'm going to try. It's going to be tough. I listen. I'm I can take cats. I think <laughs> I can take direction. You set up a system, and I'll plow into that system. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So taskmaster. Yeah, and then we were thinking about other things, like we can bring in get. You know, we can bring in a guest, like a podcasting guest, a podcasting friend of the show. <laughs> Bob says I'm going to contact Dave to see if he wants to do sniping this show. <laughs> Dave doesn't like me. He won't snipe the show. Oh, he. Oh my God, he doesn't like you, Dave. I th- Dave, I think Dave likes you. And listen, Bob, you want to take a and get Dave and snipe this show? You got my permission. Go ahead. I'll, I'll watch that show. <laughs> so anyhow, we we've been kicking ideas around, and you know, there's a lot of stuff that that Bob's, you know, his fingerprints are all over there. I think the song parodies that he wrote and. You know, the intro that he wrote, and maybe I could get him to write another intro where he writes himself out of the intro and writes you Aww. into the intro. I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe. Yeah, see, Dave likes anything with tits. He don't like me. I got some tits. <laughs> you never like my tits. Mike, I need you to snip that. <laughs> I need a gif of John doing that. There we go. <laughs> now we have two. Now we have two. So anyhow, uh, Holy cow. that's what's going on with the Boomer Bunker. And we moved it to 7 o'clock because by 8 o'clock I was sleepy. Like 7 o'clock for me is when I'm ready to roll. Uh, oh. By the t- I'm sitting here waiting for an hour to do the show. I get a little sleepy and snippy. And Bob, you're awesome. Thank you. Can I do another, do another intro? intro. Just, just take, your sh- take the one that you just did <laughs> and remove Boomer Bob and put in the Duchess. <laughs> Just do that. Take wherever you say you, and then put in the Duchess. You know, but John's milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yes, it does. <sighs> Whose tits are bigger? Kate's. Oh. I, I know. I've seen mine. I've seen yours. Yours are bigger. I, what am I? It's not 
I mean, I haven't seen them. Seen them. <laughs> seen one. They were covered up. I mean, they were fully covered. She was clothed, but I mean, oh. saw her moving on. Me moving on. Oh my God. And I saw mine. Hers are bigger. Not that hard. Thanks. They're, they're a lot. You're welcome. They're not. They're not. They're a lot bigger. Okay. Moving on. All right. Moving, moving on. Moving on, on to horse. So the to horse. Not that I'm saying Kate's a whore. Thanks. Nice transition. Thank you. But apparently, Duchess, I, you know what? I'm screwing everything up tonight. Uh, you're, you're a little bit hyped up here. I'm a little hyped up, which is fine. Yeah. I've had a lot of caffeine. Uh, Megan Kelly was very upset with... Oh, uh, princess, yeah. She was very upset with uh, Bezos's... What's his first name? God damn, Jeff Bezos. The guy, the head of Amazon. Yeah. Ha, ha, you know, he got divorced and he's got a new chick. And he's having fun with her. Oh, he's, yeah. She's having fun, for sure. Well, some, they're having fun. So here's Megan. She's a little upset about this. My whole family stopped and look at, looked at the latest pictures of Lauren Sanchez, who's engaged to Jeff Bezos. I don't know what she's done to herself, but she looks nothing like she used to look. Well, yes, when she was younger, but even when she first started to date him. I don't know what's happened to the cheeks. The breasts are out to here. The fa- Okay. So this is her, and it's a for shame that she... For the viewing audience. Yeah, for the viewing audience, this is Jeff Bezos' girl. Her name is uh, Lauren Sanchez, and she's wearing a... Would you say, what's that, a fishnet? Uh, it's See? all, it's all, it's like a lace body, body suit, like, like full length, like with the legs and the whole... It's something, it looks like something very Fredericksy, Fredericks of Hollywood, for anybody who can remember that. Yeah. So uh, it's and a she's full got, body bodysuit yeah and she's got black panties on i'm sure it's a thong of course. and and a black bra maybe i don't really know and she's and she's got you know she's they're walking into somewhere coat. yeah over and, her shoulders and, yeah and she's got a coat coat over her shoulders and he's walking in and he's he's shaved his head now and he's all about this and he's looking I, very cool very right. millionaire he looks we, like an evil like dr evil a little bit there <laughs> okay but if you ever saw his his uh, his first wife, not his trophy woman, right here. Right. The first wife looked like a school teacher. Very cute, very pretty woman. She's the one that's got half the money. Good for her. Lauren Sanchez isn't getting half of the half. There's going to be a prenup sign there. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure if they ever decide to get divorced, there's she'll never have to work another she's, day in her life. She's yeah, she's not working. She's not going food shopping. I can tell you that. No. But again, this is his sec- this is his second go around, and she's like a Ferrari. I mean, you know, she just you just jump on that thing and just take it for a ride. I just I, again, here's a guy who's divorced, and he's got you know he everywhere he goes, women are throwing themselves at him. You know, they want to because oh, he's rich. Yeah, exactly. He's stupid rich. Wealth to a woman is like looks to a man. Well. If he looked, listen, if he looked like that and was the parts manager at a auto dealership, you think he'd be pulling that kind of trim? Well, probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Well, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Uh, But again. Jody over in the kick chat says she was built for speed with the tools you need to make new fool, to make a new fool every day. I'm sure that is a song lyric. 
probably. But yeah, so, so she's so. yes, that's exactly so. Budvugger comments. I got to jump on this. Says he's looking like a roided Paul Shaper. Absolutely, one hundred percent. He looks like Paul Shaper. Yeah, this guy's got maybe a maybe a little taller. Only a he's little. going to you know he's going to space. He's got this hot new woman. He got a new breast, probably ass cheek implants. Bought her new face. She looks yeah, really different. She's got lip. You know, she's got the Botox going on. She does look very, like, physically, her face is different. Listen, you could probably but. bounce a quarter off her ass and would go across the street. I mean, she's all tightened up, which is good. Well, good for her. Megan's not so happy, though. She ain't paying the bill, so no. whatever. Face is pulled and prodded. She's going out in her lingerie now. This is the latest thing, to wear a thong underwear and a sexy bra and just some lace overlay on top of it, which is yeah. like... I'm sorry, but she looks like a hooker. That is, you look like a hooker and you're dating the richest man in the world or one of them. Like, try to be a little classy. Must everything be a, an expose of your obviously over-enhanced assets? I I don't mean to be such a prude, Michael, but I just feel like we're losing something as a society. I don't want my daughter looking at that and I don't want my sons looking at it either, but we did because there it was on in the New York Post. It was hard to avoid. So, so her well, son, how old, I gotta wonder, did she say how old her son was? No, can you look that up real quick? I look, can look it up. Hey, mom, I, I'm going to go take a shower now, a nice, long, hot shower. I probably, you know, wash my hair several times. If <laughs> you see that picture, you know, when, when boys turn, I don't know, 13 or 14 until their time they're out of the house, this, the shampoo bill goes up about three times the price that it used to be. Why are we going through so much shampoo? I don't know. <laughs> so. All right. I'm to, trying to see her children. Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't have an age on them. Uh, they're all in vitro babies. So she's been married since 2008. So. Uh, I'm not sure. So, say the first kid popped up. So maybe the first kid's it's like, like thirteen, ten. Like yeah. So, so she has a few kids. So, yeah, okay. She's got three so, kids. But like are her kids going to the New York Post. Like, mom, let's see what's in the news today. Her kids aren't looking at that. Please. Like, her kids are watching TV. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not paying attention. And not for nothing, Megan Kelly was not wearing um, baggy clothes and no makeup for her. Her podcast, it was a low-cut V-neck shirt, hair done, face done. Let me see something. Let me back this up a little bit. Are you going to take another peek? I know she's your girl. Whoops. Yeah, she, <laughs> listen, she's not <laughs> She ain't bad looking. No, she's beautiful. Yeah, but she she's very, good. very judgy. Very you you judgy. know what, though? The cans are a little saggy now, you know? Well, so go she's get not on Fox lifted. News. They're not hiking them up anymore. Right. Don't get me wrong. She's stunning. And she's, what, 50? She's in her 50s now, I think. You know, she's yeah. she's stunning. I get it. All right. And, and, you know, she does the makeup and all, but you look a little jealous. You look a little well, petty. It seems petty. Yeah. That's petty Betty. Cool. Little Petty Betty age. over here. She's my age. Actually, I'm a few months older than her. Oh, now so. we won't. Now we can't know how old she is. 53. I'm not, I'm not uh, okay. shy about my age. All right. I'm there pretty you sure go. most people know. So, I'm, okay. For yes. those who don't, I'm 53. Okay. I don't look like Megan Kelly. <laughs> uh, I say your tits are bigger than Megan Kelly's. Well, thank you. Just saying. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Her breastuses? What's what's the proper term? I don't know. Her boobage. Yeah, her boobage. Or or lack of. Right. That's why she's on TV yelling because she has smaller boobs. Right. Well, she can go afford some boobs. She definitely could afford some boobs. She's got... uh, 
But at 50 years old, do you want to rack like that? Like, to be honest with you, Lauren Sanchez is, it looks, it's fake. You know, it's fake. She's sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. When she turns to the side, she looks like a zipper. You know how the zipper comes, this thing sticks out? Looks like a zipper. I'm just saying. There's, so what's interesting about this woman is, I mean, again, within, I guess, the past, what, two years that she's been engaged roughly to, Jeff Bezos. She mm-hmm. has undergone a very, um, I don't say rapid, but a very serious transformation. She looks nothing like what she did. And she wasn't, I don't think she was broke before she met him. Like she was, she's had her own career. Wow. <laughs> she had her own career. Sorry. But it's, it's a shame she needs to, feels that she needs to do that. So, cause she wasn't unattractive. She wasn't unattractive at all, but I guess she, okay, everybody's weighing in on her boobs, her tallywhackers, her num-nums, okay. <sighs> oh, you men. <laughs> Bob says Bezos' chick looks like an uh, Amazon sex robot. Yeah. Maybe she can pack boxes, too. Get that credit card out. Take my money. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder how much her surgeries cost. Just curious about that. Oh, I, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't like how Megan Kelly got on and just was like, she looks like a whore. Like, okay. Wow. Like, just That's very. A lot. It was pretty. Like, what did this woman do to you? Who cares? Why do you care? Not for nothing. It's like, it's, you know, she looks like one of the Kardashians. Like, that's what they wear. That's what half the celebs are walking around looking like that. Not women and in that, their the, 50s. Well, JLo looks like that. She wears shit like that. <laughs> Jody. Jody says, Jeff is packing boxes. Hell! <laughs> Breasticles. That's, that's, another, that's another name. Breasticles. There you go. Yeah. Uh, again, God love Jeff Bezos. Bezos. I mean, he's living his, his best life. He Listen, this guy started his, the Amazon company in his garage. He said, you know what? This internet thing could be something. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell books online. So he started this in the garage. The people yeah. would order books online. He'd go buy the books, put them in a box, and ship them to them. And he went from that to what's going on right now, which Brilliant. is one of the most amazing yeah. companies I've ever seen in my entire life. I love Amazon. Yeah. Every Absolutely day Absolutely love day. it. Every right. day. I'm a so. fan. I mean, I try to shop local, but sometimes it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I need this tomorrow. There it is. <laughs> you know, I, it's hard to <laughs> – the convenience is ridiculous. I – there is a uh, – a track worn into my driveway from Amazon because I got four boxes from Amazon today. Four boxes. All sa- at different times, right? No, no all or different drivers time. or no, no, all at the same time. Sometimes yeah. I get different drivers. I get I get two or three deliveries on the same day, but different times because they mm-hmm. split them up. I try to. I'm just like, just ship them together. I don't care. You know. So. Bob's littlest groupie says she's getting the expensive D's, so of course other women are harsh and jelly. Well, yeah, not wrong. It's not wrong. Absolutely not. Well, it's, again, it's not like Megan Kelly's eating chicken out of a dumpster. She's doing very well for herself. <laughs> so, I mean, she's got a house over on Long Beach Island. Does she? Oh, that's right. And she, then she does. She's they a have We've a, seen her there. My daughter's they, seen her. They also have a place out in Montana. Mm-hmm. They have a house in Westchester. They moved out. We, we moved out of the West Side because uh, the schools were getting very woke. And uh, she didn't like their... She didn't like the fact that they were telling her, you know, that her boys were, um, they were colonizers <laughs> and racists. 
So she said, that's it. We're moving. How dare you? How dare you? Wouldn't mind putting a little Megan jelly on my peanut butter sandwich. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Megan jelly. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> All right. You done, you done fantasizing about Megan Kelly? Okay. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, you know who Sean Strickland is? No. He's a UFC fighter. And uh, right. apparently he's not a, he's not really, let's put it this way. He's not woke. He's not woke at all. So he was having a press conference and somebody came up with one of those gotcha questions. Mm. And mm -hmm. uh, this is how he responded. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you. Oh, that's right. He's in Montreal. He's in Canada. So this is the reporter. Let me back that up a little bit. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. You said, if I had a gay son, I would think... I'd oh, look, another... another. I'm saying to the swamp, you guys, the swamp. You become a champion, you become a star, and then someone says... Let me ask you something. Are you are you, are you gay? No, are you... Are you... Let me know. Are you gay? Let me ask you something. You suck dick. Uh, are you a Peter Puffer? Is that the colon, Are you a colon cowboy? Oh, he kind of has that voice. <laughs> Are you a rump monkey? What? Yep. I've never heard that. Ew. This guy's got punched too many times, but okay. Gay. Can I, hear, can I get an answer? Well, no, I'm asking. I'm, this is a part of the, are you Are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. If you had a son and he was like, you know, you had a son, he was gay, you'd be like, oh, man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid? No problem with it. Oh, man. Well, you, dude, you're a weak fucking man, dude. You're like, <gasps> you're part of the fucking problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like, would you fucking, when he sees the bank accounts, like, you're just fucking pathetic. And and the fact that the fact that you have no fucking backbone and and has he shut down your fucking country and seized bank accounts, you ask me some stupid shit like that, go fuck yourself. Move the fuck on, man. No, that doesn't really coward. answer the question, but I did want to ask also things you said about the trans community. You said uh, this past October when they announced the Bud Light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on Bud Light in your next fight, they'll have to accept me or denounce me when uh, when they know what and we'll know what they stand for. Are you this guy's like, hey, this Canadian's not that Canadian. Are you still going to use your fight time to kind of speak on that? Here's the thing about Bud Light. Here's the thing about Bud Light. Ten years ago, to be trans was a, what, a mental fucking illness. And now all of a sudden, people like you have fucking weaseled your way into the world. You are... You are an infection. You are the definition of weakness. Everything that is wrong with the world is because of fucking you. And the best thing is, is the world's not buying it. The world's not buying your fucking bullshit you're fucking peddling. The world is not saying, you know what? You're right. Fucking chicks have dicks. The world's not saying that. The world's saying, no, there are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fuck in school. I don't want my kids being taught about you know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is the fucking enemy. Uh, you want to look at the fucking enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there. All right, so Jody put something in, in here. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. He said, look at the guy's shirt. A woman in every kitchen, a gun in every hand. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking winner. <laughs> Ladies, is this guy a champion? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but he seems like he took a lot of punches. To be quite honest, say a couple with couple extra hits to the fucking head there. Yeah, he's yeah. He, now. I don't know anything about him, but the, everybody was going insane over this press conference, and, and he's basically in a, in a crude way. He's not a 
He's not a you know an orator or orator or a tallywhacker or a tater baiter, as you so clearly stated. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or tater or right. a potato yeah, or any the, tater. Listen, he's not the brightest <laughs> bulb in the pack, but I he agree. has opinions. <laughs> well, he's willing to stand by his opinions. I hope no. that. I wonder who his sponsor is. He done? Did he? Re- did you say he retired or he's? Uh, no, no. He was having. A, uh, he's, I guess he's having a fight. Jan- January something. January twenty something. There. Something. Well, I wonder, yeah, he's having I wonder a fight. How, how many sponsors he's got now? Eh. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So Jody says he's not right. Eh, he's not wrong either. Yeah. Eh, he has a very in in eloquent way of stating his opinion. Right. And and he can have his opinion. I disagree with. Some of what he said, but I think oh, a... Okay, what do you disagree with? I think his method of delivery of calling that guy... What do you call him? A blight? or um, What do you call him? The society? enemy. The he enemy. called him the enemy. Yeah, I don't know if that particular gentleman was the enemy, but I think that that the reporter was also looking, like you said, he's just yeah, he's... trying to set him up anyway. Absolutely. Um, there was no good answer for that question. Um, but I think this guy's probably a little bit of a dick to begin with, so put those two together and this is what you get. Um, you know, you can have your opinions. I mean, I, I don't know if I disagree with him, uh, regarding like what they're teaching in schools, but I think if, if one of my daughters turned out to be gay or considered themselves trans, I don't, I don't know if I would, I guess I would have to blame myself. I'm the piece of shit that raised them like that. His mentality on it. Like, so would he have considered his son a failure? And like, would he've gotten rid of him? Like, what was his, he never quite said what he would do to his son. You know, so uh, know. Nick says he's a spokesman, Kate. He's sure. absolutely okay. the enemy. Okay. All right. So here's, the, okay. So for me, ding, ring the bell, Jamingo bingo. Ding. Uh, the man has opinions about gay people and trans people. So he's right. saying if his son was gay, he couldn't have any ga- grandchildren. And that's not necessarily true. He if can he have wanted, sure, he could have, you know, he can, you know, spunk in a cup and shoot it into a donor with an egg, and then they could have a child or they could adopt. But then with him, I would think that adopt, well, of course, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love him it's like my, my grandson. Yeah. yeah, he's not really my grandson, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know where he came from. He's probably mother's some kind of whore, drug, drugged out whore, and his father's probably, no, I don't even want to talk about that. We should introduce I mean. him to Megyn Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> they might get along really well. Yes. Yes. Uh, our friends are at the, uh, our friends, uh, the World Ep- Economic Forum right now mm. is in full they're they're all over there with their private jets. There's like ten thousand of the globalists, and and uh, the they're private having jets. A, yeah, nice. they're having a hoot of a time over there. Yeah, all the good time. everybody that's everybody, they're over there talking about the disease X that's going to come out and how we're going to, you know, what are we going to do about that? And but they've it's also had some, the plebeians. Yeah, they also have some uh, other shit that they're talking about. Oh, Hang on, where did I do it? Here. All right, here we go. This is a woman, and uh, I love the new words they come out with. I mean, ecocide as a word is... Ecocide. Not suicide, not genocide, ecocide. Ecocide, okay. Yeah, because we're killing the the, uh, ecological earth. We're killing Mother Earth. Oh, my God, okay. 
is becoming more it's becoming better known around the world and the concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature um, but legally speaking um, what our organization and other collaborators aim to do is to have this recognized legally as a serious crime because one of the issues that's okay so at, now okay look at the people behind her two of them are looking at their phones and the other one's literally like uh, like she's talking <laughs> nobody's listening to this woman <laughs> Well, she what she wants is now she wants it a crime to have, you know, any kind of crime against nature would be a crime. Now, what would that be? Could that be eating meat? Pulling up is a that, weed? Yeah, eat, could pulling a weed, could that be a crime? Trimming Get down trimming. on the ground. You just pulled up some crabgrass. So this is what they're over there. This is the this is the whole hoax. This is the big and you know something? They're get they get people to buy into this. They get people to buy into this. See Okay, you remember back when Al Gore started this shit? We were we were going. We should be covered in ice right now. This should be the ice age, because everything that we were doing in the world was going to make it colder, and we were going to have an ice age. And then everything started getting warmer. So then they're like, "Fuck! All right, global warming. We're going to do global. It's, it's global warming. The the Earth's going to get so hot." The ice is going to melt. They're going to flood the whole world. It's going to be like Noah's Ark all over again. <laughs> and then they go through and they're realizing it's not really, it's not getting warmer and the, the water's not rising. They're like, fuck. All right. Climate change. The junk, the climate is right. changing. Yeah. It changes all the time. It's, it's, it's you know, through the years. There's a, yeah, there's a cycle. It gets warmer. The earth gets colder. But what they've decided to do is they have this their their war now is the war on carbon. In other words, they have to be carbon uh, carbon neutral, no neutral, carbon. Right. right. The problem with carbon is carbon's what makes we're carbon. You know, carbon makes everything. It what? it makes it's plant food, and plants use carbon, and they turn that into oxygen. So if we get rid of all the carbon, what's going to make the oxygen? Uh oh. It is that so sounds re- like ecocide, then doesn't it? It does sound oh, like no, ecocide. Oh, it all comes back. <laughs> yeah, so it's maybe we should be screaming ecocide. You know what? I'm looking at what the, and I know the the folks listening uh, on a podcast can't see this, but this woman's wearing a plastic choker necklace along with big plastic beads around her as accessories. So maybe she should be a little conscious. Maybe she should be some eco conscious, make eco friendly jewelry, perhaps. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's made out of horsehair or uh, some kind of locally Mm. sourced bullshit. Maybe or something, is. and the, maybe the beads were, you know, they're also they're a necklace, but they also you can shove them up someone's ass, and then when you pull them out, they'll come like a wildcat. Oh. What are they called, Benoit balls? Yeah, maybe they're no, it's a that's dual not, purpose. No, Benoit, Benoit no? balls go somewhere else. Yeah, they go in the ass, don't they? <laughs> no, where do they go? Not in the ass. Hang on, I got to look this up. <laughs> I know. Hold on. You should, Alexa. Oh, please. What's the definition of Benoit balls? Oh God. From Cosmopolitan.com, Kegel balls, a.k.a. Benoit balls, have been used for centuries to keep PC muscles in tip-top shape. PC? Not your butt. For ladies? Yes, dummy. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought they were Kegels. What do I know? What are the ones you That's came up what... your ass? I, well, you don't put them up your ass. How do you get them out? They're not I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, see, Mike will explain. Mike says they're anal beats. <laughs> anal beats. Well, I thought that was, I don't know. Just... They're on a string. 
Whatever. Oh, look, see, all the Whoa, well, chat just went insane. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know where the. I didn't know the Benoit balls went in the vagina. <laughs> I never heard of that before. Uh, I always thought they went in the uh, back door. Uh, Adam wants to know if you were a uh, public school, John. <laughs> yeah, well, Actually, no. It was Catholic was school for a little well, while. Five years, and I got thrown out, and I had to go to I had to go to school with the publics. There you go. Whoops. Alexa just said, Alexa "No, died. in the vagina, you moron." <laughs> shut up! Alexa. All right, Alexa, shut up. She didn't get it, John. I'm sorry. All right. Oh. Now I know that I know the title of this episode. You think it'll go through? Ben, who? <laughs> Ben who? Ben, ben what? Ben Juan balls. And I'm going to have a, a like an Asian guy. <laughs> These are Ben Juan's balls. No, Ben Wah, <laughs> And it's somebody ben crying because somebody's pulling them out. <laughs> no, you can't do that. I don't know. I got to go back and listen. Oh, never mind. No. No. Okay. I lost complete control of what I was talking about. Oh, this lady over here. Uh, <laughs> OBGYN. No, just OB1. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. There you go. Uh, well, we're going to use... <laughs> what? Didn't we use the Kenobi in like an art like one or two weeks ago? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember what I did last week. It doesn't matter. All right. Let's get back to eco the eco-communist right here. Sort of pervades all of this discussion is that we have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property. Um, and that, I mean, you know, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes. But there's no equivalent in the environmental space. Um, and so, and, and you know, unlike a an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent. With ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do, is make money, is you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are um, you know producing energy and so on, um, as well. You produce energy when you fish. Does she not want energy? We need Does energy. Not, we kind of need energy, and we kind of need fish and farming. That's nice. Farming and fish are good. No, I don't. I I don't get her. I, I don't know. Okay, I don't but what's it, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage that happens with that. Okay. With fishing, well, but so here's the thing: because in the old days, when people we had coal-fired factories and things like that, it was filthy. So as we got further on in the years, we have gotten more environmentally friendly, environmentally safe. It makes no sense to wipe out an entire industry. We'll say fishing. I can. There's uh, tons of remediation and things happening in our bays by me because they were so overfished and it was damaged. Like So there's been very active... Uh, uh, I lost my words. It, it's very... People are very active in... Re making sure that like the the clam bays and all these things are back to where it was. So for example, if people are damaging fishing industries, they they have gone out of their way. And I know I've seen it like on Dirty Jobs and other shows where they are going out of their way to make it better. So they're not damaging the the ecosystem. They're not da hurting the fish. It's There's no pollution. They're trying to make their yeah, uh, a better mark on the environment. And yes. I don't know. In other I'm words, sorry, like, that was like a really long way. Like with the tuna, 
they right. put a, you know, they used to go out there with hooks and they would bale tuna. Like it, they would take so much out of the sea. And then we started not having that many tuna. So, yeah. yeah, they started overfishing. So then they said, all right, hold on, let's put some. Let's put some limits on here so that at least the tuna can come back. And they they have come back. And it's the same thing with this, you know, the striped bass and the weak fish and, and all that other shit. So that, you know, and scouts, listen, everything from the bays. Yeah. When I was a kid, the Delaware River caught on fire and Ugh. and we would be out in a boat and you could see like toilet paper and turds floating by because they pumped raw sewage into the Ugh. Delaware River in the yeah. 60s. And it's since like the Hudson then, in New York, they've yeah. cleaned it up. You know, that's none of that shit's going on anymore. And the fish are coming back. And, and, and so we are doing a lot. All right. But not enough for these people because it this woman. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and like Bob said, she said, I, I think our girlfriend broke up with her. So now she's taking it out on the rest of us. But that's not the worst part. The The worst part of the, ec- the ec- world economic forum is this woman. Now. I guess she's some kind of Indian, Asian, some kind of voodoo Native. lady. Okay. A voodoo lady. Okay. Well, have you seen this yet? I have not. Oh, you have not seen this video or heard this yet? No. Oh, I can't wait to watch your face. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Na Anuri, no Yuyuá, na Wahon, Xinambu, Punk, Antu, Xinam, Xaval, aqui. Xinambu, Kikirani, Tsang, Xavai, Kirani, Tsang, Mkikirani. Now, what she said was, fuck the white man, you stole our land, you uh, raped our women, you killed our buffalo, I breathe on you. I give you COVID again. I give you COVID, right? It's your vaccine. Yeah. So now you have six people sitting there at the, on the stage with her, and uh, she continues. Bud Rucker says, is that Yoko Ono? Kind of. Put some music back there, and that's Yoko Ono. God damn it. Why didn't I set this to music? This <laughs> Hold on, look at it. Let me try. No, because we here. get you. No, because you'll get. We'll get struck down. Don't play it. No, hang on a second. I got it. Would be. It's Let's on. Try. Run the to yeah. witch. It's all right. Trust me. I'll get through. I'll get this thrown off. Watch. Here we go. Ready? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, it's nice seeing you, folks. <laughs> they wouldn't have done this three years ago. White, here we go. <gasps> oh, my God, is she coughing in all their faces? Oh, just in their hair. She's just spitting loogies on them. She's that. What she I'm said. sorry. Yeah, you all now have disease X. Go back to your country and spread it. You get COVID. You get COVID. Everyone gets COVID. Thank you, Bob. That is absolutely. That's exactly what I thought. Already when she started doing that. What? 
not to insult her ritual because that I'm sure it's what beautiful. I don't know what the ritual. I have no idea what that is. I don't, I don't even know care about her, but right, I would she, not no. listen. She looks no. like she had her head between a lesbian's legs during that time of the month. Oh my god! No, you don't think so? That's not what came to mind. <laughs> no, it didn't. First thing I thought of when I saw that, oh. I was like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what do they call that? I forget what they call that when it's, I think it's getting your wings or something. I forget. But anyhow, that's what she looks Red like. Red wings. Red wings. She's she's a Detroit Red Wing. <laughs> that's what she is. I am from the tribe, the Detroit Red Wings. Jimmy answered for you. Red yeah, wings. so did Jody. Jody's like, Red Wings. <laughs> oh. Mike says her lover must have a diamond-shaped vagina. All right, whatever. There we go. Bob's a little groupie said, now that's a blowjob. I guess everybody can take uh, some lesson here. Yeah, but I mean, this is they're all over there. They're eating caviar and doing their, their you know, globalist thing. And they have these ladies on there. And she's, I just, I don't, I had a cunt. Fuck, these people shut girl. us down three yeah. years ago. They you shut couldn't us, get, you couldn't, couldn't get, get anything. Yeah, now six foot. Near, you couldn't get any. You had to be six foot apart from everything, and, and they're mask. like, "Yeah." And then and Fauci's like, "Well, uh, yeah, we used the uh, six foot. We figured it was a good number, six feet. Six feet's yeah. a long way. It's a lot of. That's a big distance. Five and a half feet, no, is no good. But six is. That's the number, right? <laughs> so they're all over there, and then they had Javier. I guess his name's Millie. Javier Millie." Jimmy, oh, the Jimmy's in the, the chat. <laughs> meat lips. <Jimmy. laughs> She's got the meat lips. <laughs> oh All right. So the new, the newly elected prime minister of uh, Argentina went there, and he spoke. And I don't think they were ready for him. He went up there and he spoke for yeah. 23 minutes. Oh, 22 right. minutes too long there. Oh, I don't know. Now, here's the great thing. When he went up there, he spoke in, uh, what do they speak in Argentina? Spanish? Argentinian? Whatever. Yes. He spoke in his native language and they had okay. they had a uh, translator. Translator, okay. They took that speech and they ran it through AI and no. now he speaks in English. So this is him speaking in English. Oh, dear. Here we go. This is amazing. I listened to the whole speech twice. Everything he said, it was right. I'm only going to play a little bit of it, but here okay. we go. Good afternoon. Now, remember, he, this is AI making him speak English. Watch this. I'm sorry. Audio uh, listeners, go to... Uh, our Rumble page, and you can see this. And it's somewhere around the, I don't know, the 45-minute mark. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. Today, I am present to inform you that the Western world is facing a significant threat. It is in danger because those who are supposed to defend the values of the Western world are co-opted by a worldview that inevitably leads to socialism and consequently to poverty and economic deprivation. Unfortunately, in recent decades, Motivated by some well-intentioned desires to help others and others by the desire to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom 
for different versions of what we call collectivism. We are here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world, but rather they are their cause. Trust me, there is no one better than us Argentines to provide testimony on these two issues. When we embraced freedom in 1860, in 35 years we became the world's first dominant power. 35 years we became the first world power. While when we embraced collectivism over the past 100 years, we saw how our citizens began to systematically impoverish themselves until they fell to the 140th position in the world. All right. So now he's sitting there and basically shitting on everything that Us. this yeah. World Economic Forum stands for. So he does this for, I don't know, another 20-something 20, 20 yeah. minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to go to the end here. I think this is where – let me see what I got. It's sort of like not too much. Don't be intimidated by the political caste or the parasites who live off the state. Don't yield to a political class that only wants to prolong its power and preserve its privileges. You are social benefactors. You are heroes. You are the creators of the most extraordinary era of prosperity we have ever experienced. Don't let anyone say ambition is immoral. If you earn money, it's because you provide a superior product, better price, contributing to well-being. Do not yield to the advance of the state. The state is not the solution. The state is the problem itself. You are the true protagonists of this story and know that from today you have Argentina as an unconditional ally. Thank you very much and long life freedom, damn it. <laughs> so there he was. Wow. Yeah, he let him have it. I love this guy. People were like, can't we just like hire him to be the president of the United States? Can't we just do this? Can't we have this guy? Nope. <clears throat> we either get Trump or Biden. That's <laughs> not really the, the good part. But you know what? Um, Jamie Dimon, he's the CEO of uh, which bank is it? It is Chase Bank. Chase Bank, okay. I think it is. Uh, he was on with uh, MSN. No, CNBC. He was on with CNBC. And he's talking about Trump. And uh, these people, the the hosts, like they, they oh, wanted okay. to shit their pants because he was pro-Trump. So there's Jamie Dimon. Here we go. We've got JP this great Morgan. hand, but when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm -hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, China ta virus. Tax reform worked. Mm -hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't th I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I know. He's, yeah, he was right about the China virus. Where did the virus come from? China. It, wow, CNBC said that? Yeah. Impressive. Right. That but no, no, he's, no he, what, he, what he's trying to say is, well, was he right about the China virus? Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. He, yeah, it came from China. He called it the China virus. You're just pissed off because he called it the China virus. Remember when we used to have the, whatever flu we used to have, it used to, what whatever country it came from, the Spanish flu. Right. Well, you know, we used to name it after the countries, but now all of a sudden you can't do that anymore because oh, oh, oh. so uh, yeah, it's like oh, what about the Spanish? What about the China China virus? Was he was he right about the China virus? Yeah, yes, nitwit. Yeah, he was absolutely was right about the China virus. The Jamingo flu, as Bob says, 
understand. When he, when he's, yeah. he made them right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like, but he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not, hugging on to their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other Thank people with respect you. and listen to them a little bit? Thank and, you. And I do think the economy will affect. And I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Right. Well, because it's not it's MAGA was specifically regarding certain group. Now it's if you have an R after your name, you're MAGA. Yep. You just, and if you're, now you're just MAGA. It doesn't matter if you're Republican. I'm, I'm definitely more moderate. I'm did not align with a lot. He was correct on some things, and I think he did a decent job in some parts. D- am I 100 percent for him? I'm really not. But I don't like just being called MAGA because I'm I have an R after my name. You know what I mean? Like, that's bullshit. Okay. So, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Trump MAGA is make America great again. Make America great again? What? No way. We don't want to make America great again. We want to make America average again. Yeah. We make so, them dependent again. Thank you. That's where we are. So now Texas is having a fight with the federal government over uh, Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass is where all the don't mess illegal. With Texas. Illegal aliens, the undocumented migrants, the illegal immigrants, yeah, illegal immigrants are coming across, and uh, the border patrol is basically now a taxi service. They come in, they give them a phone, they give them a credit card, give money, they give them shelter. a date, right, yeah. and and they send them to a you know, and they send them on a bus. They put them on a bus somewhere. They fly them wherever to a blue city near you. <laughs> well, no, I think they're trying to put them in purple states and red states. They want to turn those states Democrat. There's no sense in sending them to New York or California or Illinois. They're all blue states. Well, that's where the governor's sending them. The Texas right. governor's sending Texas them. Texas governors there. are sending but them. The Border the bl- Patrol is sending them. You're right. Because they said, hey, we're, you know what we are? We are sanctuary cities and states. So if you come here, okay, well, here they all are. And they're like, wait a minute. We, we, I, got no we want the ones pull. I want. Yeah, not the ones you give me. Hey, I saw something uh, the other day. They said, if the uh, illegal aliens coming across the border were voting Republicans, this is how the Democrats would treat them. And that's basically the truth. So so this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring these these people in here. And Trump wants to stop it. And I said this on the Brand X podcast, but I, I really do mean it. The Democrats are blind to the rest of the country on what this immigration policies mean to the people of this country. Nobody wants this. Maybe like 20% of your nitwits, your morons, your like hardcore leftist Democrats, they do. But the rest of the country is like, we can't support this. We can't. We can't. Right? Uh, no, I absolutely agree. That's why I said we can't. There's yeah, no, so, we're drowning. Uh, Nick says, what do we mean by these people? Well, the illegal. Illegals. Coming across the country illegally into this country, they 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 can't they shouldn't be able to work. They have you know. In other words, you have to come across legally, yeah. get a green card, work permit, that kind of thing, right? That's how. And they, you have to, 
there's some things you have to prove. I mean, when I when I worked, when I was running, I ran some retail stores. You had to come in with your ID. You had to have your I-9s. You had to have your tax information. You had to have Social Security. If you didn't have Social Security, you had to have your I-9. Like, there was things you needed to have in place. So all these illegals that are being let in, where are they working? What are they doing? Where are you putting them? There's no ID. There's no nothing. So we're just letting people in to just continue to drain the system, which has already been drained. We can't even assist the people who live in our country and contribute. I mean, what, we got veterans who are homeless. We have veterans who are hungry. We have families that are hungry. People don't qualify. They're not getting WIC. They're not getting assistance. They're not getting that hand up. And I'm not saying, I'm not talking about the people who are just kind of bilking the system. I'm not talking people who genuinely need assistance or that bit to get back on their feet. They're not getting that. We're, we're, we're literally screwing these people. They're letting them just be hungry, be cold, have your shit shut off. It's not our problem, but we're going to help all these people and we're just giving them a place to be. Why? Why are we doing it? We are not obligated. I don't understand why we're compelled to do this. And I mean, we meaning because they this want administration. To, they want to destroy this country. Now, Nick's <sighs> being the um, devil's advocate here. He says, no human being is illegal, John. Don't you know that? American isn't a sovereign nation with borders and whatnot. Yeah. And Bob says, yeah, from last week, Maine is giving them $2,400 a month for rent for two years for them to get onto their back onto their feet. Yeah. So, and then here's poor Nick. He's working his balls off over there, you know, trying to make his mortgage, his rent. Sure. Anybody giving you him $2,400 a, a month? Couldn't, couldn't Nick use $2,400 a month? Absolutely, Nick says. You should find that disgusting. And you As should be a Maine resident... Up- yeah, yeah, you should be tearing up your local representative's office. Not literally. Don't go in there like literally tear it up. But yeah, don't do it verbal, verbally. 6th. Yeah, no, don't threaten them. But just you should be reaching out. That's so terrible. Would, yeah, next election, everybody goes. Vote those fuckers out. out. Go to your Vote town meetings. You got to speak up. You notice these people are angry, and you know, and I see it like with the local town meetings that I've been to, is that you know people don't show up to shit if things are just running fine. Things are, you know, happy. You know, they can flush their toilet. Their garbage is picked up, and their streets are plowed. You know, they're they're pretty good. Most people are really good. You fuck something up of that, and they're coming into the meeting. They're going to come yell because they want their quality of life. And this is now impacting everybody's quality of life. And look, I understand. You know, I have family members who immigrated to America, like close, like my father, my mother in law, my my great grandparents. They came over from Poland. Like so, there's. I understand that. And this is a, you know, America is better than a lot of other places. I, I couldn't imagine being in some third world country where just there's poverty and sickness and terrible things. I understand people wanting to come here, but I feel like people coming here, they're not always about that. There's a lot of young men that are coming in, like fighting age and like single, a lot of single men. It's not families. It's not children. It's, it's concerning. Okay. So what I'm saying is the Democrats don't realize how how they're damaging. They're pushing most of your independence to like they're like, listen, we don't like Trump. We think he's a dick. But guess what? When he was here, we didn't have this. All right. We didn't have the inflation that we have. The prices aren't going sky high. We're not having shortages. Yeah. You know, every cost that there is housing, fuel, electric, food, everything is going through the roof. I say this to say that, that they're, the mm-hmm. Democrats, to be honest with you, are really looking for an ass whooping in 2024. 
And they have to do something to slow down Trump because Trump's a mud monster, as Ben Shapiro says. And when you throw mud at a mud monster, he just gets bigger and stronger. So now they have this case against him. He's going back for this case where he's this woman. He was convicted. Mm-hmm. I think this was it. It wasn't in a. It wasn't in a court. It was a civil case. Civil, yeah. Yeah. So he was convicted. He had to pay this woman all kinds of money. Do you know who this woman is? Um, I have it right here. So they found out that she basically used the story that she made up. Basically, came from a Law and Order. But they won't. Nice. Uh, they won't admit this in the court. All right. So here it is. This is the Law and Order. And it was not her fantasy. It was mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ah, role play took place in uh, the dressing room of Bergdorf's. Uh, while she was trying on lingerie, I would burst in. Hold on. Uh, yeah. So now here she is. This is the lady apparently that Trump, this is the lady that Trump apparently raped in, in a dressing room at Bergdorf's. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. It just. It. It hurt. It just. What. It just. You know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Yeah. Now, Anderson no. Cooper's here. Anderson Cooper's like. Maybe uh-oh. he does. <laughs> He's sitting there. Uh oh, we got to get out of here. So watch this. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. Once I get a hold of you and shake you like a fucking banana tree and knock some sense into you. So he bails out of this. And I'm thinking to myself, take a look at this woman. Does this look like a woman that Trump's going to go after? That's not that's not the point. What's the point here? Well, rape is not about a physical appearance, but. Well, you would think that for Trump, it would be a little bit more about a sexual thing. Like, in other words, he's looking more like his daughter. He likes that. Okay, All right. All right. Let's go with that. He said that. He said that. You know, I mean, the the, God, what's the hook? The hooker, the 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 porn star. um, Clemente Daniels. What's her name? Um, Stormy. Yeah. Stormy Handjob. Stormy Handjob. All right. She was an attractive woman. I mean, that's he went after her. You know, that's the kind of woman he goes after. He goes after, you know, Miss USA, Miss, you know, Miss Universe. He's. I think he married. I think Melania was a Miss Universe contestant, wasn't she? I yes. Look at the I women that, that that he married. Uh, Ivana Trump. He he. Well, he was Marla dating Maples. Marla Maples, and she she got knocked up. In her so time, then he married she was her. pretty. Yeah. Marla Maples is very attractive. She's still a very attractive woman. Melania Trump, stunningly looking woman. This woman here, this is the one. Cut me a break. This is and and the thing about it is the trial that he they can't even introduce evidence. Like here's a story off a of TV. She took sounds like she took this story, used it for herself, and then went after Trump. And they don't care. That's what they like. That's what they want. They want to get him in as much legal trouble as they can so he can't campaign. But the problem is it doesn't matter because the people see this. They see that they're trying to make it where he can't mm-hmm. run. And this makes people want to vote for him more. So uh, it's going to be interesting. This this year coming up is going to be real, real interesting. 
I don't know what they're going to do because if they know. went through I'm not looking all, forward to this election. I'm really not. Think about everything that they did to enhance the election of 2020. <laughs> okay? And when I say that, I mean by... Enhance. Enhance. But what social media did by... You know, suppressing stories, what the media did by Trump, 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 Russia collusion, Russia collusion. When they knew it was all bullshit, they knew it was all bullshit, and they spouted it anyhow. And and uh, Adam Schiff was in there over at CNN. He was sitting in the hallway. You need me now? You need me now? I can no, talk about Trump. Wait. Yeah. He couldn't wait to get in there. So, and it's going to be even worse now because Trump's, he, people are like, what the fuck did we do? Why did we put Joe Biden in office? And to be honest with you, he's so inept. I don't think the people put Joe Biden in office. I think the establishment put Joe Biden he in office. He was placed into office. I, I would absolutely believe that. The guy stayed in his basement through the whole campaign. He barely came out. Whenever he came out, yeah, right? What, whenever, whenever he, yeah, he did one debate. It was horrible. The not Joe Biden and the moderator were, were debating Trump. They were both yes. after Trump. It was like he's debating both of them. And they were trying to tie his hands behind his back. The whole thing is ri- ridiculous. So since Trump's gone, we're in a war in Ukraine. There's a war going on over in, in Gaza. The the, Pakistan, we're at the border, right? The people are pouring through the border. Pakistan is now uh, attacking Iran because Iran is attacking Pakistan. We got the Houthis, Houthis. Yeah. Sh- shutting down Houthis and the Blowfish are shutting down the Red Sea so shipping can't get through. So right. what's that going to do? It's going to raise prices more. Yep, even more. Gas, a, oil, food. So in our Discord, yeah. Wing Wong, I don't know what his <laughs> real name is. We call him Wing Wong. His first name is Wing and his last his name is Wong. Wing Wong. So Wing Wong. Uh, yeah, he uh, put a story in the Discord about how the uh, boomers, it's all the boomers' fault. The American dream is dead. And... Did I? Here we go. I have how it. dare how dare you work and buy houses? Right. So, what they're saying now is the middle class. Just to be middle class, like you were in the nineties, now you need a hundred and twenty. You got to make one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year yep. just to be on the lower side of the middle class. Where back in the nineties, mm-hmm. a person, you know, a family could live a very comfortable middle class life for like sixty thousand dollars. Mm. I don't know no? about that, but uh, no? maybe a little more. I think it depends where. Like you'd be comfortable in 60000 maybe in not New Jersey. In uh, what year? In the 90s? In the 90s? You don't think so? Well, late 90s? No. They're saying roughly, okay. In in uh, It's kind of what we were living on, and we just bought a house. It was not, it was not cushy living. Yeah. Right now, they said rent prices, yeah. rent prices right now are taking up 30 to 40% of people's income. Ridiculous, yeah. Um, that they said that it, how can somebody with a hundred twenty thousand dollars salary, even without children, become a you know with the interest rates and everything, become a homeowner? You can't. So, no. I understand what Wing Wong's saying, but when I was just getting out of high school, like eighty one, eighty two, mm-hmm. the interest rates the interest rates were eighteen oh, percent. Right, we went through this shit yeah. before. You could not buy a house. We couldn't buy a house. But what happens is, is everything ebbs and flows. And then somebody right. comes in. When the price, when the interest rate goes up, the housing prices come down. The problem is now that a bunch of these asset companies like BlackRock and 
the other ones. Right. They've come in and they've bought all these Plus, houses up. Tons of it, yeah. And they can't let these prices go down because they'll lose a shit ton of money. So the, yep. they're they're I has to be artificially holding the prices up. Because it. the way the mortgage rate is, if the mortgage rate goes high, it drives the price of houses down because people can't afford it. When the mortgage rate goes down, price then the price of the houses go up. Price of the ha- the houses go Housing up. Housing costs go up. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> so I understand that you think that it's all our fault, us boomers, but these things run in cycles. And sooner or later, you'll be able to afford a house you know, when everything else decides to crash. We had a, a huge everything recession. Everything has to crash. That's what happened. Yeah, we had a re- huge re- recession in like the mid-80s to late 80s. We did. Yep. Yeah. So, and and, and this is what they're doing. Yep. They're doing the same it thing as they again. did before. Was it yeah, 2007? Six, seven, nine. Eight? 2009. Nine. 2009, we went through the whole so, banking thing. Yeah. So, it'll hang in there. It'll all go to shit soon. It will. <sighs> Yay. Oh... Uh, you see some. I want to run this. This is kind of off topic, but uh, I, I saw this and I thought this was pretty uh, interesting when a teacher's talking about the students. And Wing Wong, this is you. This is your group. This is your people. We didn't have this. People start talking about trigger warnings. I can't take it seriously. And of course, you know, in academia, we were supposed to use those. I had numerous students. They would come see me after class and they would say, I can't watch certain films on this list because I have anxiety. Not even asking, just as if, okay, you're going to accommodate me, right? Because I'm I'm triggered. And I started seeing more and more students with emotional support animals who couldn't attend class without their emotional support dogs. I'm not joking. 20 to 30% of my students would declare that they were disabled because they had ADD and they needed extra time on tests and they needed all these different accommodations and separate notes and a separate room to take the test in. And I wanted so badly to tell them the real world is not this way. You do not need a separate room and you shouldn't get one because in the real world your boss is not going to give you all these extra accommodations we've made a big mistake in coddling a lot of these anxieties and these weak perspectives so basically what they're doing right now right. is they they have all these people out there that have been put through the system and now they're out in the workforce they, but they're not is, yeah well this is where de dei diversity equity and inclusion come in this is where companies now are starting to put up with this bullshit. And the first thing it does is it costs the company money. And I remember, I forget, I was, I just started uh, as a mechanic in the elevator business. And uh, one of the managers came out and he was talking and I said something about the elevator. I said, well, you know, that's the elevator business. And he goes, son, he says, it's not the elevator business. This is a money-making business. Whether we're doing elevators or or making sandwiches or whatever we do, this is money. We have to make money. What we do makes money. And if we don't make money, we might as well go fishing. And this is what happens. So now the companies have these snowflake, you know, woke, need extra for this and need extra for that. And somebody's got to shake them and, and whip them into place. So yesterday, my daughter calls me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we first time we've had snow in, I don't know, 770 days. So she went sledding and apparently somebody built some kind of hill at the bottom. It was like a ramp and <laughs> she just happened to go over it when she Oops. did. Yeah. She hurt her back. So she calls me up in the morning. She says, you know, how do I, uh, I want to call out for work today, but how do I do this? And I went, you don't, 
you go to work. And she goes, yeah, but my Suck back. Suck down some Motrin and you move it yeah. on. She goes, my back hurts. I said, yeah. That's what I told her. I said, take some you know, Motrin and, and go to work. You don't know if you can work or you can't until you try. They said, if you get there and it's too bad and you can't stand or something like that, then you tell them you got to go. But you have to go to work. And she's like, well, I, I, I don't want, you know, you don't understand. I said, <laughs> I love when they say, but you don't understand. Fuck you, I, I don't. I herniated three discs in my back working. And I said, I'm not going to be able to come into work tomorrow. And I remember my mechanic said, you're coming into work tomorrow. We'll find something for you to do. We won't make you do something where you're going to get worse. And they put me in a chair and I was wiring and, and stuff like that. And, and for mm-hmm. three weeks before I could get back on my feet, I went to work every day. And it was excruciating to go into work every day. Yeah, because it's but fun to sit with fucked up discs. Yeah, I worked yeah. every if, – if I wasn't puking or shitting my pants, I was at work. Yep. I worked through the flu. I worked through everything. I mean, you, you just went to work because that's did. what it is. Yeah. That's what it was. Was kids today, they're looking oh, for no. every excuse to get out of work. Every yeah. excuse. I remember going into work on, I remember, <laughs> I remember, you know, young, you know, legal, got just, you know, going out with friends. And I remember partying until like two, three, four in the morning and then rolling out of bed, going to work. <laughs> it was not, I remember working a double one a day. I was literally so hungover. I couldn't even see straight. And I worked a double that day and it was like the worst day of my life. But I went to work. I didn't even think about calling out. So today, terrible. my my daughter comes over today, and she's got a shovel and an ice break, and she's got some, you know, ice melt and everything, because mm-hmm. I'm not shoveling snow. I right. can't shovel snow. So she children. comes over. Right. And she comes over, and she breaks the ice and shovels the snow and everything. And I said, how'd you, did you go to back? work yesterday? I said, you know, I said, to you, I said to her, did you go to work yesterday? Because, yeah, I went to work yesterday. I was feeling better by the end of the day. I said, good. And I, you know, like I said, sometimes I you got to move it. and stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you just need somebody to say to these kids, no, 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 you don't, you're Go going to, to work. work. Yeah. Go to work. Go to do what you're supposed to do. There is no excuse. Yeah. I, I just, it floored me. And then when yeah. I saw that video or her talking about that, I was like, holy cow, this is exactly what's the problem is that they give these kids anxiety medicine. And could you imagine coming in and say, I have anxiety, so I got to bring my dog <laughs> to school? My mom would have slapped the anxiety out of me. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. So he, this is what I attribute it to. So at least I, I think. So as a Gen X generation where you it was like parents went back to work, but we, you know, I was a child of both my parents worked, my parents divorced. We just had to get by. I remember walking home from from the bus stop at like eight. Like my kids weren't alone at the, from the bus stop till they were like 12 or 13. But I was lucky enough to be home. We set it up that way. But you know, there was a lot of things that we just had to do on your own. Like it was just so not like the lost generation, but we were technically like you drank out of the garden hose, you got your chores done and you got the hell out of the house. You vanished like you were gone for the whole day. So it's like it's almost like we were. I don't know. I would say with my kids, I didn't want them to feel like I didn't want them around. I mean, I didn't sit and play with them all day like they were home and we did Barbies and Play-Doh. I didn't feel like I had to entertain them, but I didn't like just be like, all right, clean your room, get out kind of a thing. So I don't know if it's like there's a little overcompensation on maybe Gen X's part. Um, but I don't know. Like I think with the boomer kids or not the boomer kids, the it's just interesting to see the different levels like Gen X just worked. You just suck it up and you work. And because we're the suck it up generation, you know, like and you were too, John. It's just one of those 
something was wrong too fucking bad you, you still had to get you this still had to work. earn you still had to earn money the bills didn't stop because you're like no. oh i hurt my back you still the mortgage is still due you still have to put food on the table nobody gives a shit you know i remember my eldest daughter saying like well i don't want to work on my birthday she was like 23 and i'm like honey no one cares i mean i love you and i i'm happy it's your birthday but knowing in your office gives a shit if you're at work or not because of your birthday you're not getting anything special go to fucking work you're not doing anything. Go to work. Get paid and do what you got to do. And like, I'm going to take it off for my birthday. Why? Why? It's a, it's a fucking Wednesday. Where are you going? What are you doing? It's not like it's Friday night. I would get that. Just go to work. And boy, they just, it's a different mentality. It's like, it's, it's kind of snowflake. I also admire, and I'll, I'll wrap this up. I, uh, no, no, go ahead. The Thank kids who put the, um, my daughter puts her work, she works from home and she puts like her day ends at five. She works an eight hour day. And they're like, well, you need to be available. She's like, I'm not available outside of my working hours. So I admire that, like, because yes. I just worked. Like, if they said, well, you got to stay, I'm like, okay. And I would just stay because I was stupid. She puts a value on her time. And she's like, you don't pay me extra time. I don't get comp time. I don't get this. And she's like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, damn. Like, 27, she's pretty ballsy. <laughs> like, I was like, I wish I was like that. Well, you know, so the, I admire that part of this generation. If you're a good worker now, you can write your ticket. In other words, if you you don't like it, fine. I'll, I'll go work someone else. And they yeah. they won't just like me. They'll love me. And then mm -hmm. so if they're a good worker, they can do that. And, and I, I do appreciate that. Jody says that uh, that's bullshit. Nobody works on their birthday. I, I, I work. It was just a day, yeah, no it was just a day for me. But, I mean, no if you want to take it. Listen, if you want to take a day off and you want to oh, use one can. of your vacation yeah. today, do, do that. That's fine. But they don't care. No one cares about that. No one cares. I was kind of giggling because you, it jogged a memory. I remember when I was a, an apprentice, I worked for uh, the, my mechanic. Was He was like, he was, I can't believe it. He was my age when I was helping him. I was, I guess I was 30 years old. And he was my age and he was sick. And I said, why don't you stay home if you're sick? And he says, what? You think I'm going to stay home and not get paid? The day I'm too sick to tell you what to do is <laughs> the day they're throwing dirt on me. And I... <laughs> Laugh my ass off until that son of a bitch got me sick. And I said, hey, who, who am I going to get to do the work? And he goes, oh, it sucks to be you. He says, well, you get to <laughs> no, be me. Care. You can tell your guy to work. So, And it was one of those things. He's like, hey, listen, you're a union guy now, and union guys go to work. We got a job to do, and they don't, they don't want to hear it. They just don't want to hear it. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. But it, it, it is just funny that they do that. All right. I, I want to tell this one story before we go. Okay. So we're doing oh. Brand X, and uh, Deuce is here. And I'm talking about, as I Not do. Not me. Not me. Right. <laughs> as I talk, mm -hmm. as I do, I'm talking about mm -hmm. COVID and the vaccine. And uh, I'm going to play a clip. It's, it's 45 seconds long, but this is what I said. Health organization that an unknown disease X could result in 20 times more fatality, fatalities than the coronavirus pa pandemic. What novel efforts are needed to... God, I cannot talk. God, I cannot read. I got to practice reading, but that's what I'm going to do for 2024. So reading. <laughs> Whatever. Pair healthcare systems for multiple challenges. Ed. How about finding out where they're playing with this shit and burning it to the fucking ground? Yeah, let's not do that anymore. Yeah, let's not do this anymore. Let's not play with shit anymore. They say right now that the COVID wasn't the bioweapon. The vaccine was the bioweapon. Mm -hmm. That's what they're oh, that's saying. Interesting. Because people are dropping dead left and right. 
with this fucking thing. Well, but then you can't say anything. Well, we can't put this on YouTube now because I just said that. I didn't even know we were on YouTube. We're not. I, I refuse to go there. Yeah, good. Okay, so I say that, right? And then I wake up today and we have this. Issue, uh, the issue, wait, review and issue back then, episode 22 of the Brand X podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Take a look at your content. Keep po- keeping policies in mind. We've taken your, your episode down because of medical misinformation. And let me just tell you something about the Brand X podcast. We don't, we just do it here at the house. Mm-hmm. We drink, we eat, and nobody, it's just me and Deuce, and we do our show, and there's no live streaming or anything like that. Correct. I forgot that the company that I use to host the files has it where they take the file, they take the static image, and they upload it to YouTube. I forgot. Whoops. So then I go in here today, so then it says, YouTube does not allow content that poses a serious risk of uh, egregious and egregious harm by spreading medical misinformation about currently administered vaccines that are approved and confirmed to be safe and effective by the local health authorities and by the World Health Organizations. I'm like, what? So they also had like a seven question test. And I'm not going to go through the seven questions, but at the very end, you get to appeal it. I'm like, already? Here's my appeal. So this is what I wrote. Screenshot. I I go, I thought I removed my content from this platform. YouTube and I have a difference of opinion, which on a free speech platform like X or Rumble wouldn't be an issue. But on this authoritarian platform, free speech is not allowed. I will not post any more content to your authoritarian, dictatorial, tyrannical platform. The end. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, yes. (laughs) Obvious. On the used tubes? I can't believe you're still on that. Yeah, on the used tubes. Used tubes. <laughs> on the used tubes. Yes. All right, here we go. I love, this. <laughs> I love this so much. Talk about your diversity hire. So this is Todd Bowles. He's the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who dismantled my Philadelphia Eagles last week. And he's moving on to the next round it of the playoffs. wasn't hard. <laughs> it wasn't hard. Uh, so he's moved on to the next round of the playoffs where he is going. They're going to Detroit to play the game. Woo-hoo. And uh, this woman here had a question for Todd. Coach, you, you. Uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures you can talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? All right. (laughs) Duchess, Uh, why is that a dumb question? Because Detroit Stadium has a lid on it. (laughs) It's in a dome. (laughs) So I got to hand it. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) You could go in there in a fucking T-shirt. It's going to be warm. So Todd's sitting there listening to this. I got to tell you what, I would have cut her off. I said, I would have cut her off. That's an easy question. question. He can just squish her. Right. So, but you know what? He's paying this woman some respect. This dumbass bitch, he's going to pay her some respect. You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. (laughs) Ow. Silence. Crickets. (laughs) Benoit balls. What? I don't know. Um, 
no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, <laughs> and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing. So <laughs> we'll be okay. We'll be, we'll be okay. But thanks for asking. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. <sighs> I save the best for last. Oh, no. Because okay. we're going to have it. I'm sure we're going to have a discussion about this. Because I believe, I think that this gentleman, gentleman is spot on. Everybody, I'm let's watch Duchess for the eye rolls. Here we go. Oh, my God. What, why don't you ever talk about the men that don't pay child support? Because it's women like you who spread your legs with guys like that. I, no, why, why don't you ever talk about the responsibility of women no, who no, choose no, no, irresponsible no, no. males to, to no, procreate no, no, with and then no, complain no, later no, when they're no, irresponsible? No, no, no. The women who have a one-nighter with a bartender or a guy on a motorcycle or a musician, and then you complain later on the guy's a deadbeat. He was a deadbeat to begin with. Why nobody can ever talk to you because you don't let any People talk to me all day long. You can't talk to me. No, I'm trying to talk to you and you're talking over. I, dear, don't tell me how to do a radio show. I've been doing this for 25 years. I don't need your help. Oh, okay. Let me, let me, can I please just say this? I was married once before, okay? Mm -hmm. My husband and I had a child together. Right. After I was tired of him beating me for two years, I left him. Really? But why did you tolerate it for two years? Can I, can you tell me why you tolerated being beaten for That's two years? I'd right. like to hear about this. My answer to that is because I was young and stupid. Okay, I agree with you. There you go. You were stupid. No doubt about it. And now what are you going to complain that he doesn't pay child support? A guy who beat you for two years? Imagine that. The guy is irresponsible. Right. He beat me for two years, and now that deadbeat doesn't pay. So why is it my There's your big concern. Now we see why you're so upset about this. You chose a manifestly irresponsible, violent individual to procreate with. Then you're amazed that the guy doesn't send you child support. He didn't you, you, you're still, you know what, dear? You were young and stupid. Now you're old and stupid. I mean, you're still stupid. Thoughts? <laughs> so many. So fucking many. So many. Okay. Okay, so here I'll I'll say this: he's not wrong, but neither is she. So I think they both had valid. What part points. is she not wrong about? Well, if she married this gentleman, not all gentlemen, not all abusers start out abusing their victims. So, um, and she indicated that well, when I could hear her when he wasn't screaming over her, um, that he didn't start beating her until later in marriage. So. Maybe she should get dinner on the table on time. Maybe she should get the wash. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, maybe beating the dishwasher, too. Yeah. I got you. All the jokes. That's funny. All right. So I, I understand that you think domestic abuse is funny. It's hysterical. I, it is. It's a fucking riot. <laughs> so whether she was young and didn't have the resources, we don't know her situation because he screamed over her the entire time. So, but I do understand that there are women who are totally fucking irresponsible by fucking any moron with a dick. So stop that. Don't continue. This guy's. Support this guy's argument by letting, what is it you all say? Nut. Ugh, fucking hate that. That's gross. Don't fuck guys that are stupid. Keep your legs together. Or, you know what? Occasions. How about using a condom or something like that? Well, that's true. Or maybe you just don't fuck everybody. But yeah, right. but if you're don't, gonna, use a condom. Yeah, don't be a cum dumpster. You know, kind of just pick and choose. Look for a man that is going to be responsible. Someone that's going to be a provider. Someone that's going to be a protector. Someone that's going to be a partner. Not just, no, some well, bass player in some band. <laughs> Dean. Some guitarist. Just, just swallow. Should have bit it off is what she should have. <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know what bird doesn't get pregnant? A swallow. Oh. All right. 
All right. Thank Jesus. you so <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, we will be making some changes to, to the program. Program. Uh, we are looking to do some other things, maybe have a guest in every once in a while and do some stuff where we're not like live streaming and then, and then just it'll pop up on your stream. So why don't you go ahead and in your podcast player of choice or on Spotify, even the Duchess didn't realize that the Boomer Bunker is on Spotify. Did not know Spotify. That. So if you have a Spotify account, why don't you go and uh, go and subscribe or follow the show? on your podcast player of like choice, follow or, and subscribe like follow and subscribe there you go one of those uh, one of our those. social media all, all our social media links are in the show notes i think they will be sooner or later they will be <laughs> there's somewhere there are link tree which there's a link tree yes yeah. uh thank you so much for hanging out with thank you duchess for putting up with me for an hour and a half oh it was a joy <laughs> and uh we will be back here next thursday Eight, going no, over to discord for a little damn bit it. yes Seven o'clock Eastern time yes. on Rumble, Kick, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. Facebook. We're easy to find. We're just easy. Unlike Benoit balls. <laughs> oh, you're Bye. looking in the wrong spot. <laughs> God damn it, they're not back here. What do you want from me? Where did you put them? <laughs> I have no idea. Bye, everybody. Bye.